we built our company over the last couple of years teaching the real estate industry how to use Facebook ads to sell houses, teaching mortgage professionals, residential real estate agents, investors, uh, title insurance agents. Uh, that's where that's our bread and butter. That's what we uh, spend all of our time doing every single day is research and development, studying. Uh, new marketing campaigns, new Facebook ad copy strategies, new image graphics strategies, new video strategies, landing pages, email conversion templates. Welcome to Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate. A podcast for international investors and real estate entrepreneurs looking to break into the U.S. market. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate. From Los Angeles, I'm your host, Reed Goosens. Good as always to have you with us on the show. As you know, it's my job to explore, dissect, and interview the cream of the crop when it comes to real estate, business, and entrepreneurship here in the United States so you can make the right investing decisions to create massive amounts of cash flow, long-term wealth, and hopefully it will lead to financial freedom. If you do like this show, please give us a review on iTunes, and you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter by searching Reed Goosens. You can find this show wherever you podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play, but you can also find these episodes now up on my YouTube channel. Head over to reedgoosens.com, click on the video link and it'll take you right to the recordings. You can see my ugly mug and you can see the gorgeous guests that I have on each and every week. All right, enough out of me. Let's get cracking and into today's show. Today on the show, I have the pleasure of speaking with Grant Wise. Grant is a serial entrepreneur and the founder of Real Estate Marketing University, a media training company. Grant is an innovative marketing strategist, unafraid to lead companies in new directions. Grant works with a wide range of clients from new entrepreneurs just starting out to INC 500 companies working to implement new modern marketing strategies. Grant's strategies help have helped companies reduce their marketing overhead nearly 75%, which allows them for unlimited growth in their business. So without further ado, let's get him out here. G'day, Grant. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today, mate? Hey, brother. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, bud. My pleasure. Where are you dialing in from today? I am at uh, HQ here in Rogers, Arkansas. Rogers, Arkansas. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So what time of day is it? You're central time, right? So you're uh, yeah, we're central. So we're about 9.30. Yeah. 9.30. 9.30 on a Monday morning, up and early, getting into it. You're making it happen, right? Hey? Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> Mate, so we got you on the show today. We want to talk to you a lot about the media and the marketing side of, of, of being an entrepreneur, not just in real estate. I guess some of the stuff we're going to talk about today is going to apply to a, a, a slew of entrepreneur different ventures. Um, but do we want to rewind the clock a little bit? And before we dive into the nuts and bolts, can you tell our listeners how you made your first ever dollar? My first dollar. Uh, I was actually telling the story just the other day. We were, we were kind of cracking up laughing about it. I was, uh, I think I was 11 or 12 years old and about six to eight blocks from my house, there was an Aldi's. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I would go with my buddy. We would ride our bikes down to Aldi's and that's a local grocery chain. And to get a shopping cart at Aldi's, you had to put a quarter in the yep. shopping cart and it would release it so that the person could go shop. Well, what we would do is we would sit out uh, uh, throughout by their cars. And when somebody came out, we would just walk up and say, Hey, can I help you, uh, you know, unload your groceries? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. No problem. 
And uh, so we would unload their groceries for them. And in most cases, they tipped us. We were just doing it for the quarter. Right. They're like, can we keep the quarter that's in the cart? And they're like, yeah, no problem. Thanks so much. But they would give us like five bucks, 10 bucks for helping them out. And uh, I had a good little thing going there for about a month. <laughs> my mom got to wondering where on earth I was. And uh, one of her friends called called and, uh, and, and kind of ratted me out. I had, a, I had a nice little profit business going there, just helping people unload their shopping carts. But that was... Thinking back, I think that was the first time I made some money. Uh, I got a little creative. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it sounds like, have you come from a family that taught you to, you know, go out and make a, make a dollar and, 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 you know, get it off the, pull up your socks and off the sweat off your own back? I, I did. Yeah. I mean, I grew up rather poor and, um, you know, we just didn't have a choice. And right. so I was out, I just hustled. I was, I was kind of raised on a ranch. A lot of people don't know that about mm-hmm. me. I was, uh, raised breaking horses and, and working, working farm animals and things like that. And every day it was, it was backbreaking work. And I, I probably got a lot of my work ethic from that and, uh, figured out how to use it in <laughs> more easy, easy ways. But, uh, we were, man, we, we didn't have a lot. We, we had what we needed, but we worked our asses off for it. You know, we, we'd spend hours and hours and hours every day working for food at night. And, um, we did hundred nice. percent. Nice man. Well, hey, uh, not many people I know know me know that I also was into horses back in the day. I broke yeah, a few nice. horses back in back in Australia. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a I tell you what breeds discipline, right? Up at up at crack a crack sparrows crack of <laughs> ask crack of dawn to get yes. the horses fed, to get the cattle fed, you know all that sort of stuff. It's uh, I wasn't on a farm, but definitely I had a few um, recreational horses. But it definitely kept the uh, you know my 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 wife is always like you know. I go to sleep, but I'm up really early, regardless of what time of day it is, you know, five, yep. five thirty, And it's just bred from when I was young because you had to get up and you had to get the chores done uh, before you went to school. Right. And that was, you know, it was part and parcel of what it is. I think one of my least favorite memories is chopping ice at, you know, five thirty six <laughs> in the morning when it's well, <laughs> five degrees outside. But Mate, you know, I never yeah. had that. And I'm glad I never uh, had that. Yeah. I, growing up in Australia is a little bit different. We had, we had, the, we had the hot of the, the heat of the summer, which was, which was, which was brutal. So, um, I I do not miss hauling hay in 105 degree weather. That's for sure. <laughs> so mate, let's dive into the nuts and bolts of today's show and talk about the space of, you know, real estate and business meets online marketing and, and media. Um, so I'd like to ask, and, and, you know, I like to ask all my guests, Grant, think of your business as walking into a restaurant, right? We're going to sit down at the restaurant of the Grant Wise business and I'm looking, I'm perusing the menu. Do you want to walk through some of the menu options that people can use and what your business does to help them increase that online footprint, I guess? And maybe you can also elaborate on some maybe off menu items uh, that people might not know that you have available. Yes. Yeah, so we are, a, we are a training company and it's a, been a large part of what we've done for, for a long time. One of those non-menu items most people don't know about is, you know, we've, we jumped into services about a month ago where we'll actually implement a lot of what we teach for people that don't have a lot of time. And we usually reserve that for our existing customers, right? The people that we've actually trained that know the process. But we built our company over the last couple of years teaching the real estate industry how to use Facebook ads to sell houses, teaching mortgage professionals, residential real estate agents, investors, uh, title insurance agents. Uh, that's where, that's our bread and butter. That's what we uh, spend all of our time doing every single day is research and development, studying uh, new marketing campaigns, new Facebook ad copy strategies, new image graphics strategies, new video strategies, landing pages, email conversion templates. When you look at the entire marketing process from conception to implementation to uh, conversion, that's, that's what we obsess over. 
You know, right. how do I run Facebook ads for my business? What do I say? What kind of pictures do I use? What kind of video should I put out there? If I'm going to use a video, what do I say in my video? Uh, what, uh, what do my landing pages have to say? What should they look like? And, you know, I started actually in service back in late 2014, implementing a lot of these strategies for real estate agents. And in December of 2015, launched, uh, at the time it was Modern Agent Mastery. It is Modern Agent Mastery. And that's grown since December 2015 to around 1,300 students. And um, we just obsessed over teaching real estate agents how to use Facebook ads. And it's just as simple as that. I think that business should be simple. It shouldn't be complicated. And uh, you, should, you should do everything in your power to, to kind of keep with that. And that's, that's all we did. Right. 100% that's all we did. And through the lines of, of, of you know, teaching and implementing and showing people how to go out there and, and, and use our strategies to grow, we realized a few more problems that existed. You know, people didn't know how to sell. People don't know how to close deals. We realized that people were very unorganized. Uh, they didn't know how to implement systems and processes to, to, you know, they'd go from working no hours a week to working 80 hours a week and not, not wanting to work either one, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then we realized that so many people are out there uh, spending so much time trying to build a business that they forgot to build a life. And so we like to bring people back and help them understand that their, their business uh, – exist to support their life, not the other way around. And uh, we spent a lot of time masterminding and, and educating people in a group fashion on, on some of those high-end business principles. And uh, one of the biggest issues and one of probably my favorite projects to date is we saw that it was taking our customers hours to implement our trainings, which it should, right? It should take time. You should be invested in the process. You should be growing. But it, I'm talking six hours to put up a single landing page and some, some emails, right? And so we created a program platform called Whitley, W-I-T-L-Y, and it's a marketing intelligence software. It is the world's first of its kind, and it's something that I absolutely adore. We just took everything that we taught people, and we put it into a, a platform that does it all for them. So what to, used to take our clients six hours, they, they can now do it in under 10 seconds. They can implement their landing pages. They can implement their squeeze pages, their thank you pages. They can implement a year's worth of email strategies, all just like that. And uh, that it, it's, it's where we're going with that software and what we want that to do is uh, unbelievable. You know, it's our vision that in a year from now, you could literally pull out your little iPhone and say, Hey Siri, will you put this ad out for me? And that our software would do it. And uh, that's, that's an incredible, incredibly powerful software. If you're talking about entrepreneurship, we saw a problem, we fixed it. And uh, you know, we, we turned it into a business. And I think that's you know, the, just the truest essence of what entrepreneurship really is. But those are a lot of, that's what we do, man. We, we teach, we educate, we have some softwares uh, to, to back up a lot of our education and we very recently have gotten into the lead generation business where we'll actually implement some of the stuff that we teach for our existing students. And um, we've actually gotten into, we just launched this week. Actually we're launching our, we launched it last week, actually a little bit in beta. Uh, we'll actually go through market by market, generate leads, and then we'll sell the leads to agents that, that want them. Through all through the Facebook platform, right? All through Facebook. Yep. Got it. Got it. So, mate, tell me the importance of why why should an entrepreneur be visual online? Why should they be using uh, a company like yourself and, and developing media strategy to move their business forward in today's age? Like, you know, it's, it's a pretty simple answer, but I want to hear your explanation of it to, you know, help with your that, underlying business. 
it's very important for everybody to understand that you're not in the real estate business. You're not in the investment business. You're not in the mortgage business. You're not in the popsicle business. You're not in the pizza <laughs> business. You're in, you're in the media business. Right. And if you aren't generating names, email addresses, and phone numbers, people that you get to talk to every single day to sell your product, then you don't have a business. You have a hobby that, that, that might make you even some really good money, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not sustainable. When you look at where the world is headed, where society is headed with technology and the advancements that we're making, even myself creating a software that does a lot of the service work for people, that's going to put a lot of people out of business if they aren't building media and developing relationships with that media. Starbucks isn't a coffee company. They're a media company that just so happens to sell coffee. Right. You know, (laughs) Apple's not a a computer company. They are a media company that just so happens to sell computers. But because Mm -hmm. of that media, and if you guys heard anything in my story, I hope you understood the media part of that. Because of the media Apple owns, they can manufacture cars if they want to, right? Because of the media that I went out and attained, right? Through business practices, built my email list, built my following, built my, my, uh, my, my name up there, got attention. You know, I went where the attention was and, and got some of it for myself. I could launch a, a, a software company that does, mm-hmm. you know, over a quarter million dollars its first hour. I can launch a service business that instantly has customers. I can launch a lead generation company that I've got a hundred markets that I can't get in, even get into fast enough. You know, I have right. a business that's, that's, that's trying to print money I can't even get to fast enough. If you are not building media, you are not building a business. Right. Interesting. So talk to me about the first step that someone would have to, a new entrepreneur, right? They're coming into this space of real estate. And as we said, well, me, let's, let's call it media because we, we just, just define that regardless of what you do, selling popsicles, pizzas, or real yep. estate, you're in media. So break it down for us in terms of what it means to build a media company. And you just hit on it a little bit, which was you created a piece of it for yourself. Now talk to me about how you created that little piece for yourself and, and what steps and strategies did you use to build the email list, to build the funnel, to build all that sort of great stuff to then get those clients to get them and then convert them into, into actual customers? Yeah, 100%. I think this is a, this is a question that's got a few answers that, that come along with it. But I first and foremost recognized who I wanted to work with. Right. Mm-hmm. I went out there and I think it's very important for you. If you're an investor, whoever you might be, you've got to understand who you want to do business with. And that's, that's first and foremost. I knew that I wanted to teach real estate agents how to generate Facebook, how to, how to generate sales through Facebook, how to use Facebook ads to grow their business. All right. So I identified my market and then I went out and started talking to my market. Right. I started mm-hmm. gaining followers because I was adding value to the conversation. And I, I think there's a, a really, find distinction here between selling and adding value, right? A lot of us sell because we don't have a lot of money in our bank account and we add value because we're not dependent upon the dollar. And it's really, really difficult. And I know for a lot of entrepreneurs right now, it's really, really difficult to think like, man, I, I want to add value, but I need some sale. I need some money, man. Like what is this guy talking? Right, right, right. But, but when you add value first, just provide feedback, give people direction, value, value, value. Sales is easy right? Sales is really easy because in that giving people value, you, you essentially define yourself as an authority to any marketplace you go into. Thus the sales process, the closing process is rather easy. And that's all we did is we went out and talked and added value, created trainings around what we knew the agent needed to know. And we identified through insane market research, talking to person after person and market after market, what their pain was, what they were sick of doing. And we just spoke against that. And we knew that every real estate agent in America was sick of cold calling. They were sick of 
of uh, door knocking. They were sick of junk mail, just like every investor in the United States of America is sick of sending junk mail and they're sick of bandit signs and they're sick of these old strategies that don't work, right? And all we did was talk against that. We, we, we painted a picture of a new opportunity within Facebook ads. And it, the other thing is like we delivered. We deliver on a promise. Don't go out there and make empty promises to people because you'll get weeded out really, really, really fast. What we taught people worked. It absolutely worked. And all I did is I gave them a place to, to, to find me on Facebook. We built our entire company on Facebook, like using Facebook ads, practicing what we preached. Every customer that I have in my business, aside from a referral, is from a Facebook ad. Right. And if they're not from a Facebook ad, well, no, they're all, if they're from an email, it came from a Facebook ad, right? Where people opted into marketing campaigns that we put out there, PDFs, downloads, trainings. Uh, you could go and see a beautiful example of this right now, the bestads.com, the bestads.com. We give people all of our secrets, 100%. You know, I hope that you don't need to hire me to be successful, but I'm here for you if you need me, 100%. Right. I think that's... I think that's fantastic that you, you just hit on something that giving away your secrets, right? And there's been so many years through the nineties into the early two thousands where you went to these gurus, you went to these boot camps and people are sort of, they, they spend the first hour just talking absolute, excuse my language, bullshit <laughs> BS. And then they spend the last, you know, 20 minutes telling you absolutely nothing and trying to sell you on the next course. And it's just like, and, and, you, and you just keep, you just keep going around in a circle, around in a circle, and you spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And I always thought when I moved to, this, to the States that compared to home back in Aussie, you know, some, someone that I would pay top dollar, a guru in Australia was readily available for free at a, at a RIA or a, in a book that I found here. And it, the, the US was a little bit a step ahead of the Aussie market in terms of giving that, that information for free, which is really, really important. And, and where I'm going with this is that I wanted to boil it back down to what you just, you just said. You said giving away your information for free. So what types of media... Um, platforms are you doing? I think you just hit on it with an ebook and, and, and some, some online training to entice those people to say, hey, this guy adds value, which is what you want and doesn't actually sell me any crap. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are those sort of, you know, what are the three easy step things that people can do right now, right today about publishing content, getting some videos out there to help them, help people create that value for them to then they want to come back and do business with them in the future. Yep. So what, uh, and I'm going to use, I'm going to give you guys an example for what I did and right. then you could just relate this to your sure. market. But I went out there, I went out and I knew that what I taught was good. I knew it worked hundred percent. So I knew that if I gave that information away and somebody actually used it, they'd get results. Mm-hmm. All I did is I gave away 10 of my best strategies, 10 of my best Facebook ad strategies. And you can go to the right now and you can find 10 of my best residential uh, and investor strategies right there. And just gave it away. Just hundred percent. Here's how you do the Facebook ad. Here's how you do the landing page. Here's how you do the uh, email strategies. And then, okay, here's 10 ads that work. Here's 10 pieces of ad copy. Here's 10 pictures. Here's, here's 10 landing pages. Here's 10 thank you pages, etc. And, uh, so I gave away a, a webinar, basically like a live training, yep. training on demand. And one of the things that's worked best for me is writing controversial ad copy. Mm-hmm. And most people don't like what I have to say, right? Because everybody, you know, everybody obviously loves, loves controversy. But uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I say things that most people are not willing to, 
I just, I just go out there and I say it like it is. I'm very blunt, very to the point. I'm going to tell you, uh, forgive me, I'm not going to give you a shit sandwich. I'm just yep. going to give you the shit. Like, yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> just here's where you're going. Here's where your mm-hmm. industry's headed. And here's where mm-hmm. you're headed if you do not make this change. Sure. Because it's true. It's 2017. And you've got a lot of people that have businesses that look like we're still in the 90s. Right. And, and so and- I go out and I say things like that. You know, I say things that aren't, aren't so popular, that, uh, that, that, that are not so popular. But what do I, am I doing? I'm getting attention. Mm-hmm. and I'm getting attention at a lower cost because it's shared so much, whether it's through love or through hate, <laughs> uh, it's shared so frequently that I'm getting more and more and more attention. And one of the things that I also realized is that the more my ad copy was kind of imperfect, the better it converted. If you go out there and try to write a polished piece, I just want you to know it's not going to convert as well as if you intentionally throw in some grammatical mistakes. Really? Uh, Interesting. It, it paints a, a picture of somebody that's real behind the Facebook ad machine. Like, yeah, this may be an ad, but this is some, this is real. This isn't some company. This is real because of the mistakes. Right. And it instantly shifts in our mind. Like, okay, I can read this. This isn't Mm -hmm. something that's just trying to sell me. Maybe it is, but at least it's a real person. And I sent them to a landing page that asked for their email. They got the hour long video after the video. They got uh, asked if they wanted to book a call right? You know, jump on a call with us and we'll teach you some more strategies and, oh, hey, while we're on the call, if you want to join our program, we'll talk about that too. And, uh, you know, we just had a really, really high success rate with doing that. It's a simple strategy. I think people try and overcomplicate marketing, but what I hope you guys are getting here is that, you know, we built our Facebook page to uh, around 20,000 followers. And you, you say like, well, that's not really that many, but these are true fans, right? Mm-hmm. These are true followers that are really paying attention because of what we're saying, because of what we're doing, because of the training that we're getting out there. I'm not going out and buying followers. Like I'm gaining fans because of my stance, my opinions, my, my ideas, uh, my stories, those different types of things. And then when we collect that email address, we got 40,000 people that listen to us every single day. Right? So one of the things that, that you win in when you're building media is that it becomes a media that you own. Right? I own those email addresses. Yep. I can talk to them every day for free. If I have to go out and keep paying Facebook, I'm guess what? Rents due every day. And mm-hmm. if, if rent's not paid, the media is not delivered. And so in, in when you're building that brand, building that media, you get, uh, you get that giant list of people that you get to talk to every day. And when you add value and add value and add value and add value and build trust and build trust, and build trust, and build trust, you get a group of people that will follow you anywhere. And that's, I think that's what's paramount. If you look at a company like Apple, They've got, they've got millions of people that'll do whatever they say, right? right? They buy whatever they want to sell. They got millions of people that'll buy an iPhone eight, even before all the bugs are worked out. Right. 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 And it's just like me with our software. We had a giant group of people that were willing to buy our software like a month or two before it was even finished. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Just because just because of of the love for you and 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 the the, the key person True. of influence, you know, you are uh, you, you're a KPI in those people's eyes, and they are yep. just like they're they're drinking the Kool Aid, right? So they're, yep. they're all on board. That's incredible. And so you said you started with a webinar, which is just seems pretty basic. Um, get up, everyone's got a freaking camera actually, on there. I started with a uh, a book strategy call, and it's actually like the dopiest video I've ever recorded. It was like <laughs> six minutes. It was me sitting on my couch. I had hair then. I was all like flopped over. Had glasses, and it it was the sound was awful. Like the sound was horrible, and uh, the video quality sucked. Mm-hmm. Like I just started where I was at, and that's what everybody's got to understand. Like you just start where you're at, put it out there. But one of the things that I hope you all understood is that I knew the paint. That was important. My message was important. My video quality was not. <laughs> my message is what got me a million 
that, that video did over $2 million in revenue. Wow. Which was insane. Blew our minds. Like what? <laughs> Where can I find that video? Cause I'd love to check it I out. Think, I think it's still up. It's actually still up at uh, www.modernagentmastery.com. Uh, and if you listen to the video, you, you, you feel it, right? You're like, I, you know, I'm speaking right to my client. One right. person, right? Mm-hmm. I identified that one person I wanted to do business with. I talked to him. Right. And, um, that, and we would just like, Hey, book a call right now. And you know, that worked for a long time. We got $30 applications. Uh, we, we had you know, literally 30, 40, 50 people we could talk to every day. But over time that strategy became a little played out like marketing campaigns do and mm-hmm. our show rates got higher. So we shifted and then we went to a webinar, which was, Hey, here's, you know, everybody's trying to sell you secrets right now. Here are all the best in the world for free. And, uh, people opted into that all day long and they still do, you know, it's right. still our winning campaign. That's done another, another few million dollars in revenue in the last couple of, uh, probably the last eight to 12 months now. And, uh, it's just winning strategy. It's, you know, I think everybody's getting sold something right now. You know, <laughs> everybody's getting pitched by this guru that knows this and knows that. And I want people to understand, like, I'm not your guru. I'm not your coach. I'm not your mentor. I'm just a guy that has some incredible strategies that if you implement, you'll get results from. It doesn't make me necessarily a coach. I mean, it doesn't make me your mentor. It doesn't make me whatever, you know, but that's kind of a name that's passed on, I think, because it's a buzzword. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm just trying to help you get results. Right. I wake up every day coming from bankruptcy at age 23, wanting to add a value because I've, you know, I've, I've been where a lot of people are. I've been through the depths of hell and I understand that it's not a very fun place to be. I want everybody that, that's around me to make a lot of money. I want right. them to be uber successful and I want them to go off and, and do some type of mission-based work that makes the world a better place. And if you can watch one of my trainings and not pay me and go make hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, please be my guest, do it. And I'm being very sincere, like do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you need our help, we're here. And I think that if everybody, if everybody came from that place, that place of true value, of true like here's something really good, go get results with it. You would understand that those people are going to come knocking and beating your door down because they'll want more of what you have to offer, more of what you have to say, more of your trainings, more of your information. Yep. Yep. I I completely love it. And I love the fact that you are wanting to come first and foremost with the, with the advice. Here's, here's, you know, everything in the kitchen sink. And if you, if you can figure it out from there, fantastic golf and all power to you. But if you need us, we're also here as well. Um, talk to me about the platform of Facebook and how that really is your number one engine or me or social platform that you're pumping out right now. And how has Facebook changed over the last five, five years to be really such a powerful lead generator uh, for your business? Facebook did the exact same thing that I'm telling you guys to do. They went out and built media, right? They got attention. Yep. And now they have over 2 billion users. And now they're aggregating more content, more data than anybody in the world, right? And all they've done is they'd have allowed us to access that data. You're talking about being able to, in a very, very detailed way, target the people that you know you want to do business with. And so it's that simple. I mean, they, they give you media that you can essentially advertise with just like any media company does. And they've allowed you, they've delivered the best ad product in existence because, you know, I get to market to you based on your likes and your dislikes. I get to, to, to very strategically, um, you know, push content on you that I know that you'll like. Uh, and I mean, it's, there's nothing better than that. 
And we've been in the space now for a few years and we've just seen that we've been able to target. We started with residential homeowners or residential real estate agents could target people that wanted to buy a home, could target people that wanted to sell a home like this. It's easy. And it still is easy today. It's a little more uh, crowded, so to speak. There's a, now there's a lot of people jumping on the Facebook engine, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if you know who your client is and you know how to strategically target your client, it's still just terribly, terribly simple to go out there and generate leads to sell houses. It's the same for investors. Do you know what houses you want to buy? A lot of people don't know this, but you can geo-target the houses that you want to buy in your marketplace. If you want to go out and pull a probate list, you can plug that entire probate list into Facebook and build a custom audience and run ads to it. So all that junk mail that you've been sending, trying to market to people that, that are on those lists, hey, guess what? You can reduce your advertising cost 90% and you can still show up in front of those people that are not paying attention to your mailers. What are they paying attention to do? This three by four inch device that everybody's got in their hands. <laughs> Right. Um, and that's, that's all we did. You know, we just recognize that Facebook's curating all this data and they're letting us access it for free. Basically all we got to do is pay them to advertise. And that's what we did. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I love the, I love the Facebook, you know, I'm not a guru. I'm not any guru, but I'm not an expert by any means on the Facebook advertising. And it's something that I definitely need to work on as in my own business. So, um, but I'm not a, I'm not a real estate agent. You know, I, I run an investment company. So how does, how do all these Facebook ads and strategies apply the different types of real estate? Because obviously uh, being a real estate agent, there's, you, as you, def, you define that there was a, there's a hurt, right? Yep. But when it comes to more of private investors and stuff like that, trying to attract more capital to do flips, to buy mobile home parks, to buy self storage, to buy multifamily how does that work because it's a different type of mindset again from, from a facebook person just scrolling around going hmm, I'm, I'm needing to invest some money somehow and i don't know where the hell to put it right so how does that how does that apply to these sort of businesses it's really not and the point is like everybody's on facebook so there's people that you want to invest in your companies they're sitting there they're watching they're scrolling and you see a lot of the older generations on facebook some of the wealthiest people i know scroll facebook all day long don't ever comment don't ever like don't ever share but every time I run into them, they're like, hey, man, I saw you doing this. I saw you doing right. this. You doing this. Um, they're, everybody's on Facebook. It's, it's, it's not a question. It's not a question. All I did whenever I um, you know, really figured out the offers that worked for Facebook is I took everything that worked for decades on different mediums. And I just put it on Facebook. Right. I mean, you know, everybody's, uh, one of our most successful campaigns is where we provide a list of homes that are available in a marketplace. People have been wanting that list for decades. We used to give it, print it out on a, a MLS sheet, right? And we would give people a sheet of paper and say, here's all the list of homes. Well, guess what? Now they can just download it right from your Facebook app. Right. You know, from an investment standpoint, I just gave you a probate strategy. Instead of sending out a, a letter, yellow letter or junk mail piece to somebody that's just uh, entered into probate, bring it digital. That's all I did. Like, uh, that's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. Take the strategies that you're implementing offline and bring them online. You can pretty much package them the same way. You can pretty much write the exact same copy. But now, instead of just blanket marketing a, 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 or farming or whatever you guys want to call it, you can very strategically target the people that you want to do business with. Right. And I'm using the probate example as it's one that you know we get asked for all the time. How, did you, how do I generate motivated sellers? Any of these strategies, right? We use a lot of, in, in investing, we use a lot of geo-targeting. We know exactly where our, our homes that we want to buy are and we market to them all day long. And if you guys, if you're sitting there like, 
how do I bring my business digital? You just simply take what has worked offline and you bring it online. And if from, from your standpoint, you know, if you are somebody that's looking to generate investors to invest in you, right? Mm -hmm. Story, your story is one of the most powerful things that you can utilize to grow, right? Telling the story like it is and like it was branding yourself a hundred percent and attracting more people, doing deals, talking about doing deals, talking about, uh, you know, talking about how far in the black you were on a deal. Like, <laughs> like seriously, telling the story, telling like this, you know, those flashing checks that gets people's attention. Right. It really, really does. Right, when you right, tell right. the story like it is. People want to follow you. Understand right? people want to follow that. Yep. It's how anybody gets attention. They just tell their story. It's how Grant mm-hmm. Cardone got it. It's how Gary Vaynerchuk got it. It's how Ty Lopez got it. It's how all those guys are going to keep it. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. All they did is they, they, they did it every day. They just talked about how they did it every single day. And they're just going to keep going. Your story, building up that, I think, in an investing space, telling that story and growing in an organic way, just like you would with paid media or complementing your paid media strategies is so important. But I think the biggest thing people listening out there today to this show, understanding what you're trying to say is that, you really, you are creating a media company. You are, and I've said this to a lot of people, people who want to try and raise capital, they, they try and raise capital for their syndication businesses. You are an educator. You're a, you're, you're a conduit between the, the people who want to invest their money and, you know, multifamily and mobile home parks and whatever it might be. And you need to be providing the education. It's your responsibility to educate the people. Now, if you can give some free PDFs, an ebook, you know, some videos, something that's going to get their attention and keep their attention and love what you do. You know, they tune into this podcast because they love what I do. These are the types of platforms and media we're actually talking about. I didn't want to dive into it, but that's kind of where we're going with this, right? Like you have to create all these streams, these touches that I like to talk about that you keep touching your, your, your audience, your sphere, people keep you, you're going to influence. No, you don't have to be Grant Cardone, millions and millions of people of influence. Yeah, great. We could. You could have just start with a thousand people. And if you have a thousand investors that come to you each and every day, which are accredited, you're going to be set up for life. You know, like, you know, 100%. They, that's, you know. That's, I think that's another rule that people need to just truly, truly understand. If they look out at these people with millions of followers, right. like you, you need a portion. Read, go read <laughs> the book. There's a book. It's, it's called a thousand true fans. And mm-hmm. I encourage you to go read it because it will help you understand that you don't need to go really wide, you need to go deep. That is all I did. I got 1,200 customers, 1,300 customers today. 1,300, right. that made me a multimillionaire. Like, there's no more truer thing than you need a 1,000 true fans. And those 1,000 true fans will take you where you want to go for life. That's 100% true. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, mate, we're coming to the end of, towards the end of the show, but can you talk to me just briefly, what are some of the major mistakes you see uh, first-time entrepreneurs out there trying to do in terms of social and media marketing that they're trying to do on their own? And maybe you can avoid, uh, explain some of the mistakes and how to avoid them moving forward. I think that so many people are looking at the numbers. So many people are operating from their bank account and mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not going to win you any business because desperation, we live in a society that can smell bullshit like nobody's business. <laughs> Love and it. Like if you go out there and pitch, 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 and talk about this and this and this and this and why people need you, need you, need you, need you, blah, 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 it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. Come from a place of value. Like I guarantee, like give me two weeks. Give me two weeks. Just every day, every social post you make, be valuable. Give away your best secrets. And then at the end of the second week, ask people if they want to do something. And I could guarantee you, you will get more from that than you will in the last two months, two years of your social 
uh, right hooks that you're out there trying to get business with. Yep. Be valuable, just hundred percent come from that place. And whether you're running paid advertising or you're, you're growing your, your business in an organic and a native way, be valuable. And you will, you will get the business that you want to a hundred percent. Stop trying to sell people. I understand you need money. Like I needed money too, man. Like <laughs> we I all need money, right? I we didn't need... have anything when I started this company. I was bankrupt. I had $25 in my pocket. My, right. my wife can attest to this. I, sometimes I joke that I think that she's the one that loaned me the 25 bucks. <laughs> I went out and operated from a place of value and I, that $25 turned into a thousand bucks in a week. And that thousand bucks turned into a, a, a nearly $10 million company in two and a half years. That's that's incredible, man. Well done. Well done. Uh, what does the future hold for Grant Wise, both, both personally and professionally? I, uh, dude, I don't know. I take it day by day. I, I love this journey so much. Entrepreneurship, I think, in its most truest form is creativity and innovation and artistic uh, and just taking all that stuff and putting it into business. And if I am sitting there for a week not doing anything, I've created 100 businesses uh, so if you, if you, if you are ever doing that, please learn to tell yourself, no, it'll be the, one of the best things that you could ever do. Uh, understand that opportunity uh, also comes with opportunity cost. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I, I love what we do now in the training platform that we're, we're building. We've uh, shifted our models just uh, ever so slightly. And I'm going to start producing talent, you know, people that want to build big courses and, and earn a huge living uh, by teaching people their best secrets. We've, we've developed our platform. Real Estate Marketing University will, will be somewhat of a, uh, a really high ticket uh, Udeme or Lynda.com, if that makes any sense. We'll be taking some of the best talent in the world and just turning them into superstars, uh, almost like a music label. It's, it's, it's a very interesting thing. And we're getting ready to launch four, four new pieces of talent before the year is up which will take our company from a $10 million a year business to a $50 million a year business. Uh, my software company is something that I want to disrupt the world with uh, that, that marketing intelligence software doesn't exist. And what it does is unreal. And the stuff that we're working on behind the scenes, um, you know, that's, that's huge. Um, and then if you look at the, the, the lead model that we've just instituted, we've, we figured out how to make our money grow by 450% every day. And so that's absolutely something I'm going to be, wow. going to be diving into. And, you know, I don't know, man, I always said when I was growing up, I wanted to be a stay at home father. And I think that we've put in so much work over the last few years in the direction that we're heading, you know, am I there yet? No, but mm -hmm. I'd be there in a few years. I think so. And I, I want to spend a lot of time with my family and I, I want to spend a lot of time with my kids. But before I do, I want to make sure that my grandchildren are okay. And so I, uh, I'm going to just keep working and I'm right. going to keep working, whatever that looks like. And I, I was answering, I think somebody the other day said, you think you'll ever sell this company? I said, I don't know. I think if I did, I'd probably take like a month off <laughs> and I would come back with one of the best, you know, f my best philanthropic efforts uh, in, in solving some type of high level crisis. You know, taking care of children is something that's really important to my wife and I. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and, and doing stuff like that is, is just really important. Missions work is really important to us. And so I think if I'm not working, uh, to profit in some form or fashion, I'm doing something in philanthropy that uh, changes and makes the world a better place. Mate, I love it. And, and well done for getting out there and crushing it, but also having a, an underlying theme or underlying motivation with your mission work and helping children. Cause I think that's really, really important. And yeah. some people get too motivated by the capital, you know, yeah. oh, I want to create a $50 million a year business. I want to create a hundred million dollar a year of business, blah, blah, blah. But they forget that it's actually, yeah. there's more, there's more life than that. Right. And, and, and yep. 
being an entrepreneur, doing what you do right now is a stepping stone to get to that place, right? So 100%. You have, have the financial freedom to go out there and, and be more valuable to, to someone who needs it. So well done. Money is, money is a byproduct of what it can do for you. And, sure. I, and that, that's it. Like geez, I think people have to stop putting so much weight in developing these, these, uh, making a icon out of money. Like it's just money. Like, right. Right. Come on. It's just money. Make a right. lot of it, but do good, do a good with a lot of it too. Like, I love it. Absolutely. Love it. Mate, we come to the end of the show, but as I always like to ask every single one of my guests on this show to give me their top five investing tips. You ready to get into it? Let's do it. All right, mate, what's the daily habit you practice to keep on track towards your goals? Gratitude. I think that if you are not grateful for what you have, what in the hell makes you think you deserve any more of it? <laughs> love it. I love it. Do you, are you, are you writing those, uh, gratitude? I, do. down? I, I don't write as much as I used to. I used to get in the used to, I would sit down before I got my work day started and I would just write every, anything that was on my head, anything that was on my heart. I would just write and I would end the 10 minute, 15 minute session with pages and pages of stuff I was grateful for. It was an everyday thing. And now it's more of a mental practice that I just sit down before I get started, whether I'm reading or studying or whatever I'm doing, I am, I'm absolutely practicing gratitude. I've been humbled. Like, and that's something that I think that people need to understand. If you, your, 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 your character or your talent won't take you where your character can't keep you. And you know, I, that's the reason I was bankrupt at 23. I was a, I wasn't the, the type of person that deserves the type of life that I had. And, uh, I think that really humbled me to what uh, uh, humbled me to more simple life uh, right. and being more grateful that I have. And I do believe that if you're not grateful for what you have, you know, really, what, what, what why are you do doing you more of it? Yep. Why do you think you deserve more money if you don't, if you're not appreciative of the five <laughs> bucks you got? Like, what, what, why, what are you going to do good with 50, right? No, exactly. And I think coming from a place of having to scramble to get to that you know, as you're saying, getting your last 25 bucks coming from a place of, uh, you know, not, not, not a lot of means my, you know, my similar with me, I appreciate a dollar, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I see too many kids out there these days, they get to university, they get, they leave university with a degree and it's the first ever job they've got is after university. It's like, man, I've been working since I was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. So, uh, don't, you know, they don't understand a, a, a day of hard work, but, um, that's another topic for another day. Yeah. hundred percent of being different podcasts, different podcasts, hundred <laughs> percent about being grateful. Love it. Um, who's the most influential person in your career to date? Uh, I would have to say it was probably my stepfather. There's a couple people that right there that are, you know, right there in the running of uh, my stepfather taught me from a very young age to respect people, to love people, to work my absolute ass off harder than anybody else. And that if you could do those things that you would absolutely be rewarded in some form or fashion. And, uh, he's, he's a guy that meant a lot to me, he passed away a couple of years back. Uh, but the things that he, he did for me over time, the patience he had with me over time and the, the lessons that he taught, uh, over time have just laid the foundation. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. And my condolences to you. Um, who, what is the most influential tool in your real estate business? You're clearly creating a, a ton of tools for other people to use, but do you have an app? Do you have something that you like to use each and every day that helps you keep on track? Or it could be just as simple as your phone. I've had people say that their cell phone is their most influential tool, but what's yours? Dude, I think my most influential tool is probably my attitude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think is a hundred percent a tool. Uh, if you, uh, 
if your attitude is, is shit, guess what your results are going to look 100%. like? hundred percent. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. Attitude is just such a, it helps you get up in the morning, right? And it helps you get up, get going, yep. make you want to go and achieve that next thing. Uh, what's been the biggest failure to, in, to date in your career? And what did you learn from that failure? Uh, my biggest failure was probably my first six failed companies that led to bankruptcy by the age of 23. You know, I got started when I was really, really young. I was 19 when I started down this business path. Uh, and I just went out there. I was really, really successful and boom, I crashed, fell on my face. And I think that one of the greatest lessons I ever learned was that, uh, the pride that I had in, in each and every situation. And, and I, 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 I was walking through and living a very entitled, victimized life. And mm -hmm. I know that's kind of odd to hear, but it's 100% true. And that's, I, th I think a lot of entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs, are walking around with a chip on their shoulder like they deserve what they've got. You got to work your ass off for everything. Yep. And you got to work your ass off even harder to keep everything. <laughs> and so I think that, you know, letting go of pride like letting go of the pride that you have around anything and just working, just working your ass off doing the work. I think that every guru in America right now could try and sell you some tool. But at the end of the day, I realized that if I just put my head down and worked and if that's all I didn't think about working, I didn't scroll Facebook about work. I didn't, you know, go out and talk about work. I just worked that success was the inevitable result. And that's what I learned coming out of those business failures is that, you know, I learned a, a lot of valuable lessons. I got over myself and matured and you know instantly was thrown into i say instantly it took years but <laughs> I, uh, you know I, I worked for two years there between the ages of 20 21 to 23 i believe i didn't have a paycheck i didn't have money i didn't have a car i didn't have a house i didn't have anything some of them didn't have food and i just worked i grinded it out i you know I didn't understand the whole like job mentality, you know, go change my time for money. I, I, there was just a lot of mistakes that I made, but I grinded it out. I worked, 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 and just got over myself, humbled myself and realized that I'm not the smartest person in the room and I don't want to be, I want to walk into every situation, every single day, learning uh, something new that's going to take and propel me. And if you just do one thing every day that makes you a better human being, makes you a better person, it's a, everything else is a byproduct of that. Businesses, math, and personal development. Be a good, be a good person, and <laughs> understand some basic mathematical principles, and you will be super, super successful. What were those six businesses, mate, that you started between the ages of nineteen and twenty-one? I, I grew up in real estate and development. My uh, mother, father, stepmother, stepfather, step grandfather, grandfather. Everybody was in real estate and development, and uh, I got started in construction, and took some heavy, heavy losses on projects, and one thing led to another, and it just totally snowballed. Buried. 100%. Yep. Yep. Another thing is like, I tried to start six companies at once. Like it's the dumbest thing you could possibly ever do, which is why I do one thing every day. And that's teach real estate, real estate industry, uh, the, the real estate industry, how to use Facebook. Right. You right. Know, I, I really simplified my models and stopped trying to do so much. I think that's, it's so true. We all get that, that the shiny object syndrome as entrepreneurs, right? We always like, yep. Ooh, you know, like I, I, I helped some, some of my clients start uh, their, their first little book. Right. And, they haven't even published their first one, but they're already on, they're already halfway written through book number two. And it's right. like, guys, finish the first one, you know, like, come on, like, let's, let's get this thing out there. You're going to, you're going to create some value. It goes back to your value thing. So, so many people make that mistake. Even after the fact, I see so many people that could be in my shoes today, but they made money with the product and they're like, Oh, that's cool. I'm going to go do it again. When you find an ATM machine, when you find the gold mine, that's not when you stop digging, like you, you, you mine that thing until the gold is gone. And that's yeah. absolutely what business owners should do. And if you look at some of the most historical businessmen of our time, 
That's all they did. They, they built companies. They built one company. They mined it. And when the mine, the gold was gone, they figured out how to repackage it and, and, right. and, and create their own mines. Like it's, it's, it's not that difficult. It's exactly, what, it's exactly what you're doing right now with your company. You started with, with your Facebook stuff, but now you're morphing into a software company, right? That wouldn't have happened without you starting and, and, and being open to the opportunities that create yep. an ecosystem for your business. And that's very, very important in a, in, in a brand accelerator. Yep. An ecosystem is very, very important to create uh, continued wealth. And so it just keeps coming around and around and around clients, yep. um, you know, investors, more ideas that can be kept feeding through the funnel. So love, man. If, I, w- I wish I had another hour with you, but I know you ha- do have to run. So where can people reach you to continue the conversation? Dude, hit me up on my website. It's www.likegrantwise.com, L-I-K-E, grantwise.com. There you can connect with me. You can hit me up on my social platforms. You can research my other companies and my other ventures. We're about to launch a brand new course, Modern Investing Mastery, which teaches investors how to find deals through Facebook. And you can get all of that information on my personal website. So check me out there. Reach out to me. Hit me up, ask me questions. I want to engage with you guys. And I thank you so much, my man, for having me on today. Hey, dude, I want to just quickly summarize some of the incredible gold nuggets and some cracking advice that I got out of today. I think the, the first and foremost is that don't be afraid to create value and give away the value to your clients. You know, it's, it's a thing. We live in the world of 2017. Don't be afraid of doing that. Um, you know, build a media, you're building a media empire in, in, the, in the case of real estate business and don't think you're building anything but that and it's about an educational platform to help attract more investors in an ecosystem. And the last one is where I think what you hit on just before is that one inch wide but a mile deep of, of your, your niche and don't be too scatterbrained with other things. Mine it until it's, you know, until it's empty and I'm sure along the way like you've experienced, there's going to be other business opportunities to go back to create that, that ecosystem. Um, did I leave anything out? No, man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for dropping by. Enjoy the rest of your week and we'll catch up soon. Well, there you have it. Another cracking episode jam-packed with some full of awesome, awesome investing advice and actionable steps. There's some great takeaway gold nuggets. Please jump on my website at rsmpropertygroup.com. Click on the podcast tab to make sure you click on all the links from Grant Wise. Uh, I want to thank you guys for taking some time out of your day to tune in to continue to grow your real estate investing knowledge because that's what we're all about here on this show, to continue to grow your financial IQ. We're going to do this all again next week. So take care, be safe, and remember, happy investing. Happy investing.